Hello and welcome to Retrotainment Recast. We're back and we are doing an absolute classic back from night. We're sticking to 1994. <laughs> um, my name is Carl Sherlock and we're actually going to recast the first film I ever saw in the cinema. It's the Flintstones, baby. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a strange one because it is, it's quite bad when you watch it now. Yeah. But I remember enjoying it when I was a kid, and I'm sure if you showed this to kids that had watched the Flintstones cartoon, they'd probably enjoy it as well. So it is, it's a strange one. Oh, um, definitely the better of the two live actions that they're doing because... Oh, well, yeah. Vegas yeah. Was, yeah. Rock Vegas, you stay away from. Yeah, that's that's even worse. It doesn't even have a good, like, the good cast. At least this one had a good cast in it. That's Apart true. from Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> yes, uh, apart she from wasn't Rosa. even bad as Betty. She wasn't. She wasn't awful as Betty. I just don't they know how kept she kept her out of it. Basically, <laughs> she had very. She was very minimal. Like that, she was actually the toughest one to cast here because she does so little. For you, in the film. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll get into who we thought was uh, tough to cast, but we have Greg here, and anyway, our champion, uh, going up against Ted. Ted looking for his third title reign. Third title nice. reign. One long one, one short one. So looking for a new one, a nice long one. No, not happening. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for here. Perfect. Right. Well, we'll jump into it right away and we'll, we'll probably go with the smallest role. Well, hang on. Send, send in the pics. Oh, I'll send in my Sorry, pic yeah, for yeah. you. Send in the pictures. Tell me when you're ready, Greg. Three, two, two one. one. Gone. Gone. I, uh, I lost the and list I that I had, it. so I had to do it in, in uh, notes. That's why it's screenshotted. <laughs> That's fine. As long as it's there, it's Perfect. all good. We're going with the smallest role, and unfortunately, it was her last ever film, Elizabeth Taylor's last ever, ever film, in as Pearl Slaghorn, as Slag Hoople. Sorry, Slag Hoople. Oh, I, Pearl I, I, Hoople. I had her name wrong in that. <laughs> <laughs> I have it look worthy. <laughs> I, I just, I just wrote Pearl. I was like, I'm not even going to bother pretending with the surname. Or Wilma's mother. There we Wilma's go. Wilma's mother, Pearl. Yeah. Greg, you're the champion. Who did you get in here? I just gone straight in here. I went for Goldie Hawn. Okay. Straight Goldie straight Hawn. up, like for like, basically. Yeah. yeah another golden generation yeah. actor, actress. I yeah. was, it was it was between her and I had Susan Sarandon as well, but uh, I think um Goldie Hawn's more regal. Yeah. The look and the the appeal came off or for this, so I was like, Yeah, that that'll do me. Cool. Well, I like Goldie Hawn there. Yeah, that's a solid choice. I went with this like the style of the character in that, you know, it's a very competitive character, very much willing to stand up for themselves. Uh, I know that she ends up getting tied up by, uh, <laughs> and by Fred Cliff leaves her on the floor. <laughs> and Fred leaves her, but you know, her, her character is very, you know, willing to stand up for herself. So I went with somebody who's synonymous with that um, in Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Okay. Yeah. Someone who's just, you know, got that's like, if you're talking about, a woman who's just capable of looking after herself but has that big name value as well. I don't think she ever does look after herself really, though. She just melts off an awful lot. I don't know. She and, She's a survivor. And, well, Goldie Hawn definitely has a mean streak about her too. Yeah, I, I'm not saying Goldie Hawn doesn't. I'm just saying, like, oh, that's, yeah. that's, the, that's what I was thinking. I was like, this is what the character is. She's a combative woman. Like, There are both good choices. Um, tough one to choose. I went here with Catherine, o Catherine O'Hara for this role. Who? Um, 
the mother in Home Alone, or most recently, she's, oh, been, yeah. in, she's been in Shit's Creek. Which I didn't watch that, but yeah, that's, I haven't watched Shit's Creek. That's yet, a good show. She, yeah. She's absolutely fantastic in Shit's Creek. I didn't even know she was still acting. Yeah. I, I watch her in Shit's Creek, and you'd love her for this role. That, might, that might make sense, actually, because I've seen a picture of her and Macaulay Culkin lately. Yeah. Together. Yeah. I was like, oh. I was like, well, she hasn't been around anywhere in years. And then all of a sudden this pops up. That makes sense. <laughs> um, for this one, it is a it is a very tough, two very good choices. Um I'm gonna see a lot. Of... I'll have to give it to Goldie. Oh yeah. It's a it's a yeah. it's a pick up here, honestly. And yeah. I mean, like, you can't, we couldn't, I couldn't even argue the point that I'd be like, oh, well, um, Sigourney Weaver won't do those small roles. She will, I mean? she, she would. All the time. <laughs> yeah. She loves those uh, roles now. Very tough one there, lads, yeah. to choose from. Um, next, we'll move on to the lovely Miss Stone, Miss Halle Berry. Indeed. <laughs> um, My God, was Halle stunning in this. <laughs> yeah. This one was, um, yeah, but that's a do exactly. I should say. Yeah, this one, uh, <laughs> this one was kind of a strange one to cast because I was kind of like, will I use someone who's well known or someone on their kind of way up? Because I know we not we all know Halle Berry now, but at that time, I think In she was before we did. Yeah, she was kind of just breaking into the scene. Um, I I couldn't really think of anyone that I felt would fit that role. Who has who hasn't already made a bit of a name for themselves? Hollywood's kind of changed a bit in that sense that um yeah, the social media is killed. A lot of people have already well, like made their name, so it's very hard not to. I had a couple of people I thought maybe Megan Fox or Natalie Dormer could do it. Margot Robbie, I thought definitely could do it, but just definitely too big at this point for that role. Definitely. So I went with somebody who their star is starting to really, really rise. Um and they're maybe a bit too big for this role in terms of their star already. Um but they might take it. I wouldn't really know. I went uh I went with Zandea. I think she'd I think she could do the part very well. I just don't know if she's now too big for the part. I don't really know about that anymore. You're trying to use your tactics here. No no my love is Zendaya, huh? Well, you know, Zendaya gets cast in everything, like so. I could have just put her into any role, and you probably would have accepted it. But no, I, I think, I think in terms of this role, she'd be very good at it. The you know the flirtatious part of it, but also having the kind of the heart to be like, I don't really like what we're doing here. Yeah. Um, and I think she could pull that off. Like she has the acting ability for it. Um, yeah. it's just if she's maybe a bit too big for the role now, would be my biggest concern. Well, she's That's probably. Fair. Probably the biggest star on the planet now in female acting at the minute. Well, no, Margot Robbie's the biggest female star. I don't know. She does, she's not really picking into much. I know she's done Suicide Squad, and that was it lately. But um, I just say she would be now at this minute in time. But that, that'll change if Margot Robbie brings out another yeah. um, thing. It's going to be between dollars for the next little while. Um, oh. I'd say. Um, I actually went differently. I did go with Margot Robbie. Okay. Um, Halle Berry was obviously ridiculously good looking in this movie, so I went with what's probably the hottest actress on the planet, in my opinion. <laughs> that could be wrong. Right. Um, I went with someone who she is building her name. 
um, at the moment, and she's about to blow up uh, from performance for a movie that's coming out in March. Um, and coincidentally, it's from playing a role that Halle Berry has also played. I went with Zoe Kravitz. Oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Catwoman. That is a good gonna, one. Um, blow up for the Batman, but I think she'd be, you know, and she's smoking as well. <laughs> yeah, that, that, is, that actually is a really good one. Um, didn't even think of her, to be honest. Possibly because I was thinking along the lines of, she's doing a role that Halle Berry's do, just like has done. Has so I was done like, maybe, maybe, well. don't, maybe don't do that. I, I don't it. know. I like maybe some once. <laughs> yeah, maybe subconsciously I was thinking that because I didn't, I genuinely didn't even think of her. Uh, that's actually a really good show. Um, looking at this, these two, and it's the only reason I'm choosing this one is because I don't think Margot Robbie would take such a small role. I think Zendaya is still at a stage that she doesn't have she doesn't have to be the lead and everything. Yeah. Um, for for that reason, I'm going with Zendaya. Yes. Or Zendaya. Yeah, no, I, I was the same. I had Margot. You do realize you're never going to get to live this down now, yeah? Yeah, yeah no, I, 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 I had Margot Robbie as a backup <laughs> because I was like, she is someone that could do it. And it was just which one of them was the bigger star. And to me at the moment, Margot Robbie is just yeah. Well, the biggest yeah, star. As it, as it says, they're just kind of flip-flop between them, really. When one brings a movie out, it'll put them as... Yeah, I think Margot well. Robbie just has the, the cards in... I she think has she has the cards up her sleeve at the moment already. She has the pe- whereas, well, she has the pedigree behind her for Oscar films. Yeah, and Zendaya doesn't have that yet. Zendaya is building to that now at the moment. Yeah. She'll be there, but she's she has to build to there, I suppose. Exactly. So leveled it up. Leveled it up now. Leveled it up. One one, and like, we usually go leave the villains till the end, but we have the big four on this, so we're going to leave the big four till the end. Yeah, we'll yeah, the I villain. think so. We'll knock the villain out here now. We have Cliff Vander. Care, or, sorry, I, I, I or something, yeah, yeah, exactly, something like that. Colin McLaughlin, and anyway, played him, yeah, that was a great shout when they picked him, to be honest. Oh, yeah, like, he's so good for big this time. role, big time. Which way did you go here, Greg? Man's a dickhead and everything, Jason McLaughlin, yeah, hmm. or, or uh, Kyle McLaughlin, uh, Kyle McLaughlin, yeah, <laughs> he's a fucking dick in everything, he is, <laughs> um. So I, I had two or three on this. Um, I had this is what I, I was thinking Andrew Garfield because he looks like a smug asshole, mm-hmm. and then you actually watch him and you're like, yeah, no, it's just it's not too nice. I think he's yeah. too likable. He looks like a smug asshole though. Yeah, he does uh, look wise maybe, but I think he he just comes across as too likable. Yeah, uh, I had Zac Efron on the list as well, and I was like, nah, I might be a bit young, so. I went with Oscar Isaacs. Okay, man yeah. Fair few times. Yeah. Uh, he does look like a smug asshole too. <laughs> Don't know the guy. He might be a nice guy. Yeah, it's, just, mean, it's just the look he I'll, has, isn't it? I'll call him. I'll call him a smug asshole if he wins me a point. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I was kind of similar to Greg here in the sense that I was like the the character is you know, really smug, full of himself and clearly about to sell out his uh, his partner in crime the whole time. Like, oh, yeah. never intends. Oh, you see that coming like, all the way through. Clearly, that's his plan. Um, I kind of went a little bit left field on this. I didn't go with someone who's played those roles too, too much. So okay. my backup originally was uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who I think could play that role. Kind of has the, the look to be the kind of smug kind of thing like that. 
Um, Not like that one, I must say, myself. Yeah, I, I wasn't sold on it myself. I went with someone, and I really don't know how this one's going to go down. Adam Scott. The golfer? <laughs> Ooh, that's not, a shoot. Not the golfer. No, Adam Scott from uh, Parks and Recs. Uh, if people don't know him, that's probably... I, I know Adam Scott. I just want to double check. Um, I, just, I typed I, in Adam Scott, and it brought up the live golf scores. <laughs> no, it's not him. He He's in... Like, he was in Krampus, and uh, he was in... Oh, I know who he is. Yeah, Step yeah. Brothers. Yeah, I, I don't remember him being in Step Brothers, but yeah, like he was in Krampus. And... He was the brother, wasn't he? He was in the, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Was he not oh, the brother no. in Step Brothers? He's like the successful brother. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. him. Yeah. The one that keeps singing all the time. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Um, I mainly know him from Parks and Rec. Um, yeah, I didn't watch that. He's not yeah. massively smug in that, but you can see that he could be as well. So I was like, oh, I think he could work. He's a little bit left field, though. Adam's got to shout. Um, I had two here. One, I think, might be a little bit young. I went with Billy Magnuson. Um, I mm. chose him the last episode as well. I think he might be a little young. bit young for it. Yeah, he's probably a bit young. Um, but the but one it, that... I, don't know, I don't know whether it's young, where depending on who you cast as the others. True, true. Um, but the yeah. one that I went with here, and I think if this movie was to be remade, you know, this... He would do it because he actually owns the franchise. Oh. Um, <laughs> Seth McFarlane. He owns the Flintstones? He owns the Flintstones, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he'd probably be that a good show. He's, yeah. he's, he's a very, uh, very smug boy. Um, Although he, he could be a very good Barney too. True, he could. Just on uh, Billy Magnuson, you were thinking yeah. he's a bit young. Um, he's he's a, looks, he <laughs> looks young, at least. No, he does. Um your man, when he was playing this, uh, was 35. This cast was actually young, quite young. Um, yeah. like even, even Pearl, like she was only in her 60s. Like we both cast someone in their 70s there. Like she was only in her 60s doing that. That's true. Um, so this cast is quite young in comparison to what you would it, think for it was a lot generally, of them. It was generally a surprising cast bringing her in as Pearl, though. Oh, no, it was. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like it was a big guess, oh, yeah. but just. You know, well, I mean, like it was a big get getting John Goodman and Rick Moranis to come in. They yeah. were the they were the big ones. You know what I mean? The rest yeah. of them, the rest of the money was spread adequately. Elizabeth Elizabeth Perkins and Rosie O'Donnell. I mean, actually, all seven of these names are pretty that big. Let's be honest. I, I think the yeah. I think what sold it here is that at that time, the people that they were getting to come in and do these probably grew up watching the Flintstones, so there was a yeah. bit of a love there anyway. So they were probably like, yeah, yeah, yeah I I want to do it. I want to do it. Um, yeah, no, I just thought that was interesting. Like, you know, you said, said they were making it, it would have been like, oh, yeah, all in. Yeah, no, just, it was just on the point that you said you felt Billy Magnuson would be a bit young for yeah, it, but like he's actually true. the same age. It's just a surprisingly young cast. Yeah, true. true. But yeah, no, I think uh, Seth MacFarlane would have been a great show. He, he would, yeah, looking at him, he'd been <laughs> very good. Yeah, um, for here, I have to go with Adam Scott. I, think I like that. I like that pick. Yeah, it's yes. a great show. The I call for Adam good. Scott. Yeah, I am. Um, even when you said it then, I was like, the brother from Step Brothers, like, yeah, you can see that. Yeah. Smug asshole. <laughs> he is. He, he, like, and he, he's a good actor. Like, he can, and he can he play is. that, you know, kind of idiot as well, which is great. Well, the way, the way I see him in this, you know, if you have you seen The Secret Life of Walter Mitty? No. The ben Stiller one. Ben Stiller. It's yeah. probably my favorite Ben Stiller film. And uh, you just don't like good actors, Carl. Let's be fair. 
You don't, I don't like, like Will I don't, Ferrell. I don't like stupid comedy. I don't like I love stupid it. comedy. I love stupid so, comedy. Man has um, no sense of humor, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, we'll move on to one of the big four. We have a uh, Betty Rubble, originally played by Rosie O'Donnell. Yes, this is a weird one. This yeah. is a weird one because if you're casting it from the cartoon, you're not choosing someone like Rosie O'Donnell. And if you're casting someone like the, from the movie, you're still you're, not casting Rosie O'Donnell. You know, yeah. It's, yeah, it depends on how, which way you're looking at this. I, I don't know how they ended up at Rosie O'Donnell. Like, I'm genuinely shocked that they ended up at the bottom of the barrel. No, but I have no idea how they ended up at her. Like, there's, there, there were so many more actresses out there and surely somebody wanted it. I, I'm surprised she got there. The, this one was the toughest one for me because in this film, um, even though she's on screen quite a bit, um, Betty doesn't really do a whole lot. Like, she's on screen chopping things and washing things and looking after Bam Bam, but her actual interactions are very minimal. It's mainly, she's mainly there for the montage of, you know, Fred and Wilma being dicks and yeah. then crying. Yeah. She's not, she doesn't she doesn't really do a whole lot. So I was I found this one quite tough. Um yeah. part of me was thinking, did they just go with someone from comedy? So I was thinking this isn't who I picked, but I went I was thinking Jenny Slate, who um again this is someone kind of from Parks and Recs, but is a comedian that would have been quite well known. Yeah. Um I know Greg doesn't watch it, so I'm trying to think of something that she would have been in. Greg might know. She was in Venom, but I don't know if people watch that. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, I think you'd know who she is anyway. She's the sister, uh, Mona Lisa Saperstein in uh, Parks and Recs. Saperstein. I haven't watched Parks and Recs. She's, oh. oh, you haven't watched it? I thought you had. I thought that's how no. you knew Adam Scott as well. She, no. she's, she is quite funny. Um, I don't know. Really she late. Was. I know her. She was... Um, what's that TV show? I know she did. Um, she was a voice in Big Mouth. Yeah, she was um, a voice in uh, Zootropolis and Secret Life of Pets and stuff like that. Uh, Lorax. She's. she's I do. Of, I do know her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, she's she's quite a good actress, but I just don't know if she would have taken it. I went, so I kind of went with um the way they cast this, um, but I went with someone who would have had a quite a big name, who who has a big name, but isn't really in the limelight anymore. And okay. I don't know how this one's going to go down, but uh. Tiffany Amber Thiessen, who would have been Kelly Kapowski. Kelly Kapur. Or not Kelly Kapur. Sorry. No, Kelly Jesus. Kapowski. Not Kelly Kapowski. At all. Kelly, <laughs> Kelly Kapowski. Very different <laughs> Kellys. Um, yeah, I don't know if she'd... She's not really been acting much at, at the moment, so it might be... Like, it's a kind of small role, so she might take it, is what I was I thinking. Think, I think the last thing I seen her in was that TV show she done, Fast Lane, or Fast Life. I don't even know. A, I don't know what that is. It was a TV show that came out about, like, is she not in the reboot of Bell? Is it a, is that a reboot or was it just a documentary? No, no it was a reboot. But it was a new series and got yeah. renewed for season two. Yeah, oh, but like right. other other than that, like you know, if she's gone back to Saved by the Bell, other than that, I don't think she's really done much. Other yeah. than when they reached out to her, and they only reached out to her because she's from, you know, she yeah. was such a vital part of Saved by the yeah. Bell. You know, maybe she has been acting, but I definitely haven't seen her in anything. So I was kind of thinking. This might be something she'd take. It's kind of a small role, but it's the Flintstones, so it has a big name behind it. So it could be a way to get back onto the ladder, is kind of what I was thinking here. Right. The show. Yeah. 
I think she's far too good looking to be Rosie O'Donnell, to be honest. <laughs> well, I mean, she's not she's not Rosie O'Donnell. Here, it is you know? 30 like, years, it is like 25 years later after Saving the Bell. It's also, I mean, she's not playing say, Rosie O'Donnell. 25 years since she's, this came she, out. She's not playing Rosie O'Donnell, okay? Like that, we're not casting <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell here. We're casting Betty, all right? So, but the fact that they chose Rosie O'Donnell, that can't be held against me, all right? Yeah, twice they chose her. Twice. <laughs> she didn't do the, the sequel. She's she did. in the sequel, though. She's she... in the sequel. She's just not Betty. Betty. She's just in yeah. the sequel, though. Twice they cast her. Twice <laughs> they handed that lady two paychecks. Yeah. What, um, what way did you go here, Greg? Uh, I struggled uh, pretty badly with this one. Um, I went from pillar to post under every fucking comic actress I could find. <laughs> and then when I rewatched it, I was like, you know what? She doesn't have a whole lot of funny lines in this. No. Uh, but I went with someone that has a name, like a, a big enough name. Like obviously Tiff- Tiffany Amber Tyson doesn't have a name anymore. Um. Yeah. I went with Katrina Heigl. Katrina Heigl. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, she plays that stubborn fuck of a character in a million different things. I don't know that Betty's particularly stubborn, to be honest. Uh, she kind of is. I don't know that she is. I think she's just down on her luck because her husband gets fired. Because <laughs> Barney's a top bloke. Yeah, like let I think I don't think Betty's particularly stubborn. I think she's just you know. Well, that, that's it. That's what I got from her. I was like, yeah, yeah, she just. Most of her stuff is just kind of giggling away at whatever Wilma says anyway. So I suppose it doesn't really matter who who you lash in here. I have to be honest. I'm not a big fan of either of these picks. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of whoever they picked for the role. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> like, true. So. But um, she, I... she isn't uh, Rosie O'Donnell actually put down as one of the worst castings before this part. Probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, I went off the movie and I cast Melissa McCarthy in this role. No, I looked at it and I was like, no, not doing that. Not happening. Absolutely not happening. It was the easiest choice. <laughs> That's why I went with it. Yeah. I, I, might, like, I, I might have I, changed I, it if I was actually, you know, one of you ordered judges. I may not have done it because I was just like, ah. I fully, I fully had the idea of just going, yeah, it's the easiest thing to put in. And I was like, I remember when Carl said that the last time. Yeah, I do have a newfound respect for Melissa McCarthy after watching Nine Perfect Strangers. So she yeah. isn't a bad actress whatsoever. And I could see her doing. Maybe. Oh, yeah, I, haven't, I haven't seen the film you're talking about. So I'm still basing it off the other things I've seen her in. And I'd definitely be like, no. <laughs> yeah. my, my, but I mean, I suppose they, you know, I suppose they cast Rousey O'Donnell. So it probably Twice. wouldn't have mattered to them. Uh, um. <laughs> As I said, this was the toughest role for me. I, I just couldn't think the the role is just so minimal. Like even Pearl, who is actually only like Pearl is actually in the film less than her and has, has more been. of an Im- and has more of a an impact, like more of a defined character rather than just Wilma's friend who kind of giggles a little bit. Yeah. I kind of yeah. went off the name then as well. As I said, I struggled really badly. Yeah. I'd say I I I'm not a fan of either really. And we've had we've had a few of these before. Yeah. yeah, and I absolutely despise not only as an actress but as a person. Oh, I'm not Catherine a fan he- of her either, but Catherine Heigl. But Rosie O'Donnell was a name, Catherine Heigl's a name. I'm going with her over 
definitely. I, 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 I uh, feel bad. That's one I'm just going to be like, I, I still sorry. think, <laughs> I still think Timmy, uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen still does have a name. I think people still do know who she is. Um, Only people air age, but if you ask anyone that's 10 years younger than us, I don't know. I think even if you ask people that are 10 years younger than, say, Kelly from Save the Bell, they might know who she was. That, but that's a might. If you ask, do you know who Catherine Heigl is? There would really a lot of groaning, know. but yeah, didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. Like, neither. Like, I don't know. It's weird. I was, neither, it, was dread, it was dreadful. We'll just move quickly yeah. on after that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's um, just rip the band aid off and get the fuck out. We're done. Yeah. Next Level we up. Well, um, the Perkins lads, we're leveled up here, are we? It's two two, two two, or three to go. So back to me, <laughs> two and um, a hole. Greg, the champion. Oh, sorry, yes, back to Greg. Yeah, I went first there. So I had originally got uh Karen Gillen as Wilma, okay, mm-hmm. and it wasn't up until late this evening I changed it and uh, I went with uh comic actress kind of thing I went to Isla Fisher oh, okay yeah I like Isla Fisher Ali G and uh, obviously it was in Scooby Doo and about 500 other comic. Wedding Crashers yeah she was the stage 5 virgin clinger in Wedding Crashers yeah, yeah. Well, she, is she not also your one from Enchanted or is that someone else I'm thinking of mm. I think it's someone else I think that's somebody else hello the Disney movie, yeah, Enchanted. Yeah, no, she wasn't and the main character. She wasn't the main character. Disenchanted. No, I, th- I yeah, think no, uh, no, that's um, yeah, that's someone completely different. I think yeah, I think you're thinking of someone different. I'm there. thinking of Amy Adams. Yeah, she's uh, they, they she, do look similar. Yeah, she was in Scooby Doo yeah. as well. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she's been in quite a few things. She's in Tag and stuff as well. Yeah. I don't know if that would have helped you, Carl. I don't know if you went. No, I've seen Tag. This. Tag is yeah. hilarious. Tag's Is that the, the wedding one where they're playing tag? Like yeah. I never, yeah. I never actually watched it. Oh, it's, it's, it's actually, it's actually really good. I thought it was going to be kind of shit when I went to see it, and really enjoyed it. I went to see it because I was like, it sounds like a funny concept. It's a turn your brain off movie, and I was like, it'll probably be a little bit shit, but that's fine. And I was like, this is actually deadly. Like, oh no, it's, actually, it's very before, funny. Before we go on with this one, I have a question, right? So I had a different person for Betty, and I forgot to say, would Christina Ricci have made it any better? No, never mind. Um, I would have chosen her. <laughs> I would have chosen her. Over Catherine Heigl. <laughs> you chose Catherine Heigl anyway, so we'll move on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I think both me and Greg went similar routes on Wilma in the fact that Wilma is uh, red hair. Because I yeah. think we both went very similar. Isla Fisher's blonde, didn't she? Nope. Isla no, Fisher's she... red hair. Red most hair. of the time I've most of the time I've seen her in things, she's she's either blonde I... or sort of dark haired. No, she's definitely red hair and wedding crashers, isn't she? And yeah, white, she red is, hair, yeah. wedding crashers, she does, yeah. But I, I think I think she was red haired and tag as well. I could be wrong on that. I don't really remember. Um, but I think we we both kind of went similar here. I I was thinking uh, Jenna Fisher might be the a uh, good shout for this. She, but maybe she was a, a name little, of mine. Maybe a little bit old for yeah. the yeah. role, which is what kind of moved me away from it. I went with someone who hasn't done a massive amount of comedy but has done some comedies and has been quite like, has been very good in them. Um, and is a big name, Emma Stone. Um, she's done, she has done comedy, so it's not like she can't do oh, yeah, She's done that easy A and things. Easy A, yeah. Yeah. I've and like that once now, I can't really remember, but yeah. Um, 
She did a. Uh... Oh, she's been in a few things, yeah. I like Emma Stone. La La yeah. Land, she was great in as well, and so on. Um, what was I it? Yeah. He's the fastest kid alive. Um, super bad. Super bad. Like she's in that as well. He's you a know? freak. He's the fastest kid alive. alive. Um, I, yeah, actually, I love and Cruella. She was she was brilliant as was Cruella, which is what I was thinking was that Wilma's character becomes this kind of snobby, you know, kind of oh yes, I'm much better than everyone else character, and that's well, what I was thinking about from her from Cruella. She came into that. And, you know, Emma Stone, since we have her cast, you know, she could look like Goldie Hawn's daughter. So could Isla Fisher, I suppose. Yeah. You know, both, both um, are good choices, to be fair. I think we yeah. both got stuck on the fact that Wilma has red yeah, hair, yeah. though. Like, yeah. I definitely think that was something we both... And I was, th- I was thinking to myself when I was casting, I was like, am I just getting stuck on this? And then I was like, I don't care. I like the pick I've gone with, so I'm just going to go with it. Fair. Um, I had two choices. The first was, the first one, I didn't go with someone with red hair. I just went with someone that was smoking hot that would, you know, why not? I had Gal Gadot there, but I was like, I couldn't really. <laughs> I actually, I thought of her, and then I was like, I don't know if she'd fit that role either. Yeah, that's why I was thinking, I was like, no, I'll she just have her in the backup. Any role, that's Yeah. Any, it's, it's, I don't know. Apart from, from recasting her in Fast and the Furious. I, I don't know. I don't know if she'd, I don't know if she'd work as Wilma. Uh, according to Joss Whedon, she doesn't understand English very well, so you wouldn't cast her in anything. Well, <laughs> well. Uh, she's she's starting to run Where herself into the bad books, isn't she? Possibly, well, Josh put himself in the bad books. Yeah, I think Josh Whedon's the one in the bad books here, but he won't care. He's made his money. True. Um, uh, my one that I actually went with was Emma Stone. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was worried there because I was like, I was like, Isla Isla Fisher was a good one as well. I was like, yeah. oh, this is a. This will be a close one, so I'm glad I have that one sorted because you yeah. went with Emma Stone as well. Yeah, they're, they are both good choices, but because I went with Emma Stone as well, and Isla Fisher, yeah. although it's a good choice, the rules. Is, not, is not, you know, as not, good a choice to pull me away. Yeah, it's yeah. not enough to drag you away. Okay, yeah. back into the lead. You're on the ropes now, Greg, into the final two. Very you only need so. one and a draw, though, so... <laughs> I, need, I need to win both, though. Oh, one and a draw, yeah. One and one a draw, draw, do you? I need to win one. We move on to Barney Rubble and then Rick Moranis is Barney Rubble. And this was the hardest one for me to recast. This so, was at the start until I had to think about Betty. And then I was like, this was tough because I was like, I don't know who to cast because she did nothing yeah. in the film. That's it. Yeah. And it, it, I, I'd said this to you previously. I was like, I think Barney's going to be the toughest to recast. And then when I watched it, I was like, oh, Betty's nearly impossible to cast because you could put anyone in here. She does nothing. Uh, at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had two people here and I was kind of flip-flopping on them um, so obviously I kind of went with a, the kind of story that Barney is kind of the short sidekick Yeah. so I was like it needs to be someone that's definitely not going to steal anyone's thunder they need to be the sidekick um, so you can't go anyone you know too, uh, too big that's going to you know pull the thunder away uh, yeah. so the f- first person I thought of was uh, Aziz Anziri or Anzir. I, I hate Aziz, that man. I hate Aziz that man. Yeah, I, I love him. I think he's really funny. I like Aziz, yeah. But um, I thought he could do it, but it's like, I don't know if he'd fit the role well enough. I don't really know. So I went with somebody else who is, um, I've used once before, I think, uh, who's a very good secondary, uh, Jolo uh, Trilego. Uh, so Charles Boyle. Okay, yeah. 
Um, great secondary. Uh, you can see him have giving you used up. Him I used him in something else before. I don't think he won, but I definitely um, used him before. Yeah, you did use him once before. I do remember you mentioning him. Yeah, um, he's. I think I used him as a shmi. Maybe I think yeah. I was used were casting, and I was the judge, and I was like, "This is who I would do as shmi." Um, but yeah, I, I went with him. He's a great secondary. You can see him being the you know the whipping boy of his best friend for so long until he eventually kind of snaps, um, and then going back to being the whipping boy of his friend as well. So I was like, he won't steal any beast thunder either. I think he, he'd work very well for the role. I mean, in this one. Rick Moranis is the big name, really. John Goodman's big, but Rick Moranis was huge at this time. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is that Rick, uh, he's very good at not stealing the thunder as well. He's very good. Like, when he when he needs to be the main character, he can be the main character, but he has the ability to step to the side and not be the main character. That's the, like, that was the big thing with Rick Moranis. So good at very that. true. Agreed. Um, what way do you go, Greg? So, I had one name. Remember, I said to you straight away, I have Barney cast. Yes. And I, I, I changed it today. Oh. Uh, again, I kind of changed three or four picks today, and it looks like it's backfiring. Um, <laughs> the one pick I had, I would have had to recast everyone around him because he's older, and that was Steve Carell. I think he's probably one of the closest things you could pick to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rick Moranis. No, I know Rick Moranis has said that before as well. Yeah, I, I'd looked at him, but age took me away from him as well. I did not realise that man is 60 years of age. Yeah, he doesn't he, he doesn't look it when you think about him. Um, and that's what drawn I had him down until I was like, whoa, he's a bit too old. I was like, I'd have to recast everyone for this. Yeah, so that's that's why I, I couldn't as I had certain people cast as the women, and I was like, No, can't do that. And like he's too old, and like he doesn't look young enough anymore. No. Um. So I went with Andy Samberg. Okay. Uh, Jesus. He's he's the bigger of the two names in this, and he's the funnier of the two. To me, he's the more important one of the two. I know it's focused around Fred, but the story doesn't work without his. It doesn't, but I feel Andy Samberg is a. He's a bit of a show stealer when he gets into something. When he steps onto the screen, you're kind of gravitated towards him a bit too much, I found. Well, um, we, have a, possibly we have a 9-9 well. show off here. Yeah, Barney's, Barney's <laughs> also... show off. <laughs> uh, Barney's always also been listed as quite a small, short character. Andy Samberg's quite tall. Yeah, but then again, it's just who you pick for the next part. It does, it's, yeah. It's I not hard to make someone look small. No, it's not. That is true. I'm just, yeah. Yeah. I know you're trying to win your point here. <laughs> yeah. I think out of those two, one of them can be a secondary and one can't. And we know which one's the secondary and the show they <laughs> cast together, Greg. So you could be in trouble there. Um, what I went here was, again, I, I chose someone that can be a lead, but can also be a secondary. And it doesn't really matter how old he is because the man doesn't fucking age. Bill Murray. Oh, well, Paul, Paul Rudd. Paul yeah, Rudd's Paul Rudd's so right hot now. right now. <laughs> Paul Rudd's so hot right now. Yeah. yeah you could see that. So, and he's basically took over the Rick Moranis role in Ghostbusters as well. Is he a little big? Like, not physically, but... Name. Name. Like, Rick Moranis no, is big in that. No, but, I mean, is he a little big in the fact that he'd steal the show now? 
I suppose in Ghostbusters he didn't. I think. No, I suppose, but he wasn't on the screen a whole lot in Ghostbusters. I think Barney steals the show in this. To be honest with you, I don't know that he. Maybe oh, I, I think know. I think he does, but uh, I, that's the reason I went. That's the reason I went as kind of comic as I could. Like Steve Carell, if it was ten years ago, you you wouldn't have even thought to, twice about it. And just went, yeah, no, and I had Steve Carell as well until I went sixties yeah. too old for everyone else. And then I was like, I was trying to, I was trying to cast females around him. Then I had to try and cast Fred, and I was like, oh fuck well, it. Well, <laughs> see, the problem I had there was, I was like, if he's sixty, how yeah, Fred old is has Pearl? to be older. No, how old oh, is Pearl? I, I was like, Jesus, <laughs> I, can't, I was like, this would be too tough if he's gone to be 60. So that's why I moved away from him. Um, I, I, suppose... did, I did also have BJ Novak in there. No, no, no. I was just like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> he's not, I don't want to see Ellis in this role. <laughs> oh, damn it, Ellis. <laughs> don't tell him you don't know me, Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been a good cliff. True. He would have been a good cliff. That True. would have been where you'd put him. Oh, this is a very tough one. Um, Sandberg's the man for the job because of the name. <laughs> I, I just, I think he's, I think he's a, a screen stealer. I think when he gets on the screen, he does all focuses on him. Oh, focus is still on Fred. The majority of this film, I find. It's that's what I, that's why I look at it anyway. What I'll do is I'll, I'll be like Charles here and just submit to Andy Sandberg. <laughs> really that's the problem though because Andy Sandberg is the one he's the lead that's the problem yeah. you know that's what it's Barney does one. Barney it's submits a very tough one. Barney submits everything he's the docile friend that's that's the way I looked at him he's the one who submits gives up his chance to be the, get the promotion to be the big that's man that's because he gave him the money to have the baby just saying as all they didn't it, give it, him might, it might be show. because it might be because somebody gave him something but do you think Fred's character had he got it would have been giving up that opportunity, not a hope. That's the way I looked at it. I was like, this character has to be someone who's docile enough to give up and like bend yeah. to the will of their best friend and be like, I'll give him everything. True, but I, I can also see Andy Sandberg just rolling with the punches and, you know, Making getting the job in the diner and yeah, yeah, you know, obviously Joe can do it as well. Yeah, I think he, I think but, he'd do that personally. I think he'd do that better because. He Andy Samberg is just Andy Samberg's a main character. Like that's that's it with Andy Samberg. He is a main character. So was so was Rick Moranis at this time though. No, Rick Moranis was always capable of stepping to the side. He was, but I think Andy is as well. I don't I don't don't know that Andy can anything that he came into. Anything I've seen Andy in, he's he kinda he's the he's the focal point. What was it? Um what was that one with Paul Rudd uh, when he was getting married? No, when he's getting married. Yeah, he's getting married and he doesn't have any friends, so he meets up with he meets Marshall from How I Met Your Mother. Um, it's it's actually a really funny film. Uh, Andy uh, Samberg plays uh, Paul Rudd's brother in it. Can't think of it. Uh, Marshall from How, How I Met Your mother. mother. I know who you're talking about, but I don't I don't know the Can't film. Think of his name. The only, other actually, films, um, the only other really films, I, the only other film I'm thinking of him in is uh, Hot Rod, where he's the show sealer. Oh, so. <laughs> yeah, he's the he's the show sealer there as well. That's all I can think of him in. So, um, that's why I I wouldn't think he'd be a good secondary. Uh, I think 
Carl, in fact, does. I think Giles Boyle is a better secondary, but we'll go on. On we go. It's down to the finals, lads. Mm. Craig, you have champion's advantage if it's a draw. Uh, Ted, you need to get the win here if you want I to do. move I on. need the win here, yeah. <laughs> Craig, Fred Flintstone, John Goodman. Terry Crews. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I had a couple of names, so obviously it had to be a big unit. Yeah. Um, one name that came to mind was John Bertnot. I just don't think he could do the comic side of it. He's um, not. I don't think he's rotund enough. Yeah, he, he's kind of shredded to an extent. This um, red isn't particularly fat though either. No, I, but he's a big unit though. He's he is a big fun. unit, but he's not like I know it in the cartoonies. <laughs> yeah, but John Goodman at the time wasn't he did at least in the film, he doesn't appear very big in that sense. Think, Do you know, I he think did, the clothes helped yeah. that. Yeah, they did, but I'm just saying no, they don't accentuate that characteristic. Considered, yeah, considered in this wearing a sack. <laughs> yeah, just in this film, they don't they don't accentuate that yeah. that fact too much, is what I'm saying. Um so I went to a comedy actor, a big unit as well. I went with Jason Siegel. That's who I was. That's Marshall from How Much You Wonder. That's who I was thinking of. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's Marshall. Like, yeah. I have. I didn't watch How I Met Your Mother. I should really. I didn't watch The Big Bang. I went back and loved that. I watched. Obviously, mm. just finished Brooklyn Nine Nine. Loved Dude, that. How I Met Your Mother is good. Said probably the last season and a half. Yeah, the la- It doesn't end. It doesn't end well. Never yeah, mind. So. It, it is good other than that. It just doesn't end well. That's the problem. Oh, that's the, terribly. The end is poor. That's about right. it. Everything else is fine. And you don't need well, to really watch it in sequence either. Well, it was six or seven seasons when it should have ended after three. Uh, it probably, then, four and five are probably okay. But yeah, a lot yeah, of Yeah, but could they, it was filler. They could have yeah. just ended it. You know, they should have set it out. Okay, we're only doing four seasons. And, yeah. yeah. I, think, um, I think Jason Siegel sets in here. Yeah, but he's a good show. It's a decent show, yeah. Character, yeah. Um, and especially like when you watch him the likes of the Muppets and whatnot he plays that kind of he's a lovable guy but he can also be a dick yeah Um. so I kind of went with I had a few thoughts here so one of them that I thought was uh, Vince Vaughn I thought he could maybe do this role quite well yeah um, kind of move, have you noticed he's moved himself sort of back towards horror now yeah that's kind of what I was thinking I was like he's kind of moved away from these comedies um, so okay, he might not do it. I read an interview with him where he's saying he just doesn't like doing it anymore. Yeah, and I think I'd read that, so I was like, oh, maybe he wouldn't, maybe he wouldn't take it, which no, is what kind of pushed I mean, me away I mean, from if him. Someone comes with a big bag of money and leaves it on the table, and was like, he probably would, but um, I, I didn't, I didn't go with him. I was partially thinking Jack Black, but I don't know that he fits the role. As like a height-wise, he doesn't yeah. really fit that role. He'd be a good Barney, actually. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Sort of, he's uh, again. He's. Uh, well, I don't think I would have chosen either. Yeah, I, I don't think the others over. I, I, there. I didn't like him as Barney either. I went with someone who might be a risk here because I don't know if people are gonna know, know him too well. Uh, I get the phone ready. <laughs> Pat, Patrick Warburton. Oh, uh, I know Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Yeah, good actor, big unit. Um, good voiceover actor now. He does. That's kind of where he's moved off to. Is a lot of. Um, he, he always did do. He always yeah, did a lot. Sure of he's, been, he's been Joe in Family Guy for years. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but you know, like he's <laughs> he, even um, what was it? 
the series of unfortunate events, he's the the voiceover in that. Now you do see him because every episode started with him walking in, yeah. and you'd see him, and he's the voiceover. Uh, he's obviously in Scream, Scream Four three, or Scream Four. Sorry, he's in Scream what Four. He, what was he in? What show? No, was he's Scream he Three, in? isn't he? He screamed three because it's the Hollywood three, one. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Yes, three, yeah. three, three, three. engagement was brilliant. He yeah, was, and he was great in that. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's where I thought of him for this role because I was like, the other ones aren't really comedy. I was like, rules of engagement is where you see him as the comedy guy. He's a big I unit. Uh, he can be he can be a dick, which we saw in Scream Three. He's a massive dick to everyone around him. Then, yeah. Um, so I was like, he works for that role. I um, think. Uh, I think Kevin's or David Sp- is it David Spade. David Spade's the okay. little blonde guy. Yeah, I think he he stole that show. Rules of engagement, yeah, he was very. If he, if he was if he was a bit younger, I probably I would have maybe thought of him for Barney for Barney, Barney as well. Yeah, um, but he, he didn't he age. Tend to work now really without Adam Sandler. Yeah, that's uh, the thing. If yeah. just was in the nineties, you'd have Chris Farley as Fred and yeah, yep, <laughs> and Rick Moranis again as. David Spade as Rick Moranis, you definitely yeah. would have done that. <laughs> yeah. So now I, I went with Patrick Warburton. Um, I think he's quite good. I think he, I think he'd fit that role very well. Which is. They're two very solid choices. Yeah. Um, two very solid choices. Um, I went with Paul Walter Hauser. Or Stingray. Who? Stingray. Oh, Stingray. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know about that. Don't know if he carries the yeah. lead role. Well, that's the thing. Maybe if I was one, you, you know, yeah. being the judge, I'd have put more thought in it. But it's like I like Paul Walter Hauser. I'm going to give him yeah, credit. He, he's going <laughs> to kick off now in the next few years as well. But he's already been in an Oscar. You know, he was the lead in an Oscar-nominated movie already. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. 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 He didn't. He didn't get nominated, but he was the lead in the movie, and the how movie f- got nominated. How the fuck does that work when your best when the main character gets and get nominated? Because it was his first movie, and the Oscars are corrupt. Yeah, there is a corruption there. Like, we, won't, we won't get into that. That's a that's a talk. That's a different subject, but yeah, um, yeah, it's just hard it's to another, another tough one. We've had one really shit one and two really tough ones here. I think yeah, the last two a... have absolutely three. I, maybe the maybe the Barney one's quite a tough one. I think Miss Stone was a tough one as well. Uh, uh Miss Stone was tough, and Pearl was Pearl, very Pearl, was, very Pearl tough. was tough. Wilma wasn't probably like I think Wilma probably would have been tougher if she didn't have the choice I had as well. Yeah, yeah. So there's been some very good ones. It is very tough. <laughs> very tough always, here because I, like, I do like I like both choices. Um, I just think I think Jason Segel has more of the name than Patrick Warburton does now. He does and that. It's gonna lead John Goodman. Like you think John Goodman went from this to the Big Lebowski. Do you know what I mean? Would have been quite similar yeah. times. Do you know what I mean? He, he was carrying the name better now. Like Patrick Warburton does a lot of voiceover acting and he's very good at that. He doesn't get cast much anymore as himself. He might not want to though. That's the thing. Like when he there, when there he does there is possibly that too. When he does when he does step onto a screen, he is still instantly recognizable. He still can be the main focus when think, he needs to be because he's such a big go, unit. If you go to a hundred people last put up a couple of actors there and be like, which one of them is Patrick Warburton? I think they'd know. I think they would. I think I think he's recognizable enough to know that. I don't know. But Carl, it's up All to right. you, Brad. I'm gonna give an opportunity here, okay? I'm gonna no. tell you where I'm thinking. And 
All right, so there's two things in which I'm going towards Jason Segal for. Okay, one, I think he's a better fit for Emma Stone. Maybe. Already cast. And the fact he is a he is the bigger name, um, but with the rest of the cast, not that he's forty two, while Patrick Warburton fifty seven. Yeah, and I did. I did worry about this. That Patrick Warburton is possibly uh, like that Patrick Warburton would have worked perfectly if we had to use Steve Carell. Yeah, mm. but then actually, again, it would be... actually it would, but Fred, uh, yeah. You know they're they're old. They're they are actually, older. He's fifty seven. That's why I was just checked on my phone. Just to... holy yeah, yeah. The thing is with him, he is fifty seven, but he doesn't. He does. He, he, he does look it. I don't think he does. I don't think he does. Like the like, I still don't think he looks particularly that. I think he still looks very similar to what he looked like I, a couple of years so ago. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google this now because I like, haven't seen. Him I still time. think he looks very similar to the, like. I think he still looks like he always kind of looked. He always looked a little bit old. Okay. Um, and I mean, I don't think like. <laughs> does that look like the face of a young man? That's, he, he always kind. He always kind of looked like that, though. To be fair. He always looked a no. little bit older. No, he did not. <laughs> that's just they're, a, just the first, they're just the first two Google pictures. Yeah, but like that's him from the Lemony Snicket thing, and that was only a few years ago as well. That's that's my point, is that he's like once they stick the makeup and stuff on him, he still kind of looks like that. Um I don't know. I felt uh John Goodman looked quite a, like a bit older than his age in this as well. Um, which kind of worked i don't know i still think i i think patrick warburton does work i don't think his age does take away from him too much here can i just put out that they couldn't have cast a better fred than oh than yeah John. no like John, man is, is ever born to play a role apart yeah. from ryan reynolds playing deadpool yeah this is <laughs> yeah um I, I i thought patrick warburton i think he's still i think he's still he has that kind of look that you know the kind of square jaw the and he has that you know i'm a dick but also perfectly happy to do that like he's perfectly capable of doing the comedy and stuff um i don't know jason jason Segal, i don't really remember jason Segal ever being a dick don't know if oh, he, he can be a dick i don't I, can, I can't think I actually, of anything where he I is a dick. Watch, i only watched a movie this week in which he was a dick in it i don't know i've never seen him be a dick in anything uh how I Met Your Mother is what I'd know him from, really. To be and fair, he's, he, he's also a dick to Walter in The Muppets as well at one stage. True. He um, was a dick in Bad Teacher. Haven't seen he Bad Teacher. He is te- a dick in Bad Teacher. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I haven't seen him in Bad Teacher. From what, like, I've mainly seen him in How, How I Met Your Mother. And I've, like, he's he was the always... guy in the world and now I Met Your Mother. Exactly. That, so that's <laughs> what I always... He's a, bit, he's, he's a bit of a dick and knocked up, too. Um, he's he's just he's just a nice guy he's the kind of you know he looks out for everyone yeah. he's always looking out for his friends that's what i know him See, as. so like that's possibly I can, my downfall I can, picture, I can picture both of them doing the wilma scream and all that type of thing um yeah, I can't see oh, Seagal being the dick massive, that he needs to be. He's also a massive cock in Tenacious D. <laughs> uh, less said about he that, the better. A, he also has a massive cock when you watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Um, I always see him as the kind of the best friend, very happy, you know, always willing to help us 
is Buddy's out best friend because that's what I know him from. Maybe that's yeah. just me not having seen enough. Uh, whereas I think Patrick Warburton has been a dick in a lot more things, even in Rules of Engagement. He's a bit of a dick all the time. He's, he is because he's playing the older guy in that. Not, they're, they're, the, they're the older couple. Yeah. But even and the younger couple. But even even his wife, he's a dick to her like a lot yeah. of the time in that as well. It's so it's not just because people are younger; it's just because it comes across that way. Dick, or he's just sarcastic. No, he's a bit of a dick to her all the time as well. I'd actually, I actually I'm, might go back and watch that show again. I'm gonna have to go with Jason Segal here. Fair enough. I I still the think Champ was on the ropes and he comes out swinging. <laughs> I still think I still think you made a big the one I like. Fred, I actually don't mind too much because either one, I, I still think Barney is the one where you made a big mistake. I still think Andy Samberg is the wrong choice for that. I wouldn't have gone near Andy Samberg for that. I wouldn't sure. have gone Joe Trevaggio, but sure, look. You wouldn't have gone Charles Boyle as the whipping boy best friend. Unless you're picking Andy Samberg as Fred, no. <laughs> but like that's that's the only person you've seen him do it with. Like, he clearly is very good at being the whipping boy best friend. Jake. Like Andy Samberg, I've never seen being the whipping boy best friend. Uh, he's a whipping boy, and that's my boy. Never he plays seen a little bitch ass kid who's never seen that. The one with Adam Sandler. No, never seen it. Oh, don't don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. No, never seen that's, it. That's that's exactly what he is. He's a real timid, shy. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I would dad, never have gone from his dad is real erratic, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. That that's a little bit of a. Is that a different does one. that put that's me a, as? Oh no, that's only this only two, wouldn't it? Yeah, two weeks. But um, yeah, okay. Uh, right. So I have to what's, give you. The, what's the movie um, next week? The next or the next show? The next show. Right. We'll go with. Um, I have a couple here. So what will I go with? I'll go with one that's going to be, I think, quite tough to cast. Um. And go with Dogma, because I think the two main boys are going to be very tough to recast. You mother! How do we, <laughs> how do we go about recasting Alan Rickman again? It's less about recasting Alan. How do you Rickman. recast Jane Silent Bob? How do you recast Jane Silent Bob? Is, Bob. <laughs> the problem is you can't. You have to recast them with somebody else. Can That's where. Can we not? Can no. we just recast the exact same? Nope. Can we can we not just use Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith again? Because I mean, when he is contrived, why not? <laughs> when he is, when he is if you want, but we'll see we'll see how that goes down for you. Um, That's big yeah. fat zero. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be. I don't think it'd be work out well for you. So you can try, but we'll see how that goes. Um, but until that show comes out, that's it for this week. Good luck. <laughs>